Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Thanksgiving Day. The topic is Day of Thanksgiving and Petition. Today, the Church invites the faithful to give thanks for the many blessings God our Father has bestowed on us. We also ask the Lord to grant us generously the material and spiritual favors we need. Part 1. Prayer in Imitation of Christ You have crowned the year with your bounty, the hope of all the ends of the earth. The temporals are days the Church sets aside for thanksgiving and petition to God. They traditionally occur after the harvest is taken up. For many, it is an annual occasion to rest and a favorable time for asking the Lord's help to begin our normal work activities and the interior life afresh. We have a great deal to be thankful for and still stand in great need. Expressing gratitude and asking for specific graces are two ways we can daily pray to God our Father. In the first place, we need to recognize the gifts the Lord has given us. We will not learn how to love if we are not grateful. The first reading of the Mass further reminds us of the importance of gratitude to God for all His blessings. Be careful not to forget the Lord your God. Do not neglect His commandments and decrees and statutes I enjoin on you today. When you have eaten your fill, built and lived in fine houses, increased your herds and flocks, your silver and gold and your property, may you not become haughty of heart, and unmindful of the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of slavery in Egypt, guided you through the vast and terrible desert with its serpents and scorpions and parched ground, and brought forth water for you from the flinty rock. We find Christ in the gospel constantly giving thanks to God, and He is our model. When raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus exclaims, Father, I give you thanks that you have heard me. On the occasion of another miracle, Jesus took the loaves and, after giving thanks, distributed them and the fishes to those who were reclining. At the institution of the Holy Eucharist, the Lord gave thanks before blessing the bread and wine. St. John Paul II affirmed, In the truest sense, we can say that the prayer of the Lord and His entire earthly existence become a revelation of the fundamental truth. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. Thanksgiving is the source of all blessings from on high. Gratius agamus domino Deo nostro. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God, is the invitation the Church places at the center of the Eucharistic liturgy. Nothing is more appropriate than to give thanks to the Lord each day of our lives. We cannot forget. In the words of St. Jose Maria Escrivá, 
The best way of showing our gratitude to God is by becoming passionately aware that we are His children. Today, we especially recall our divine filiation as we give God thanks and praise. Part 2. There is a great deal to be thankful for. Our entire life is a gift we have received from God through no merit of our own. For this reason, our habitual disposition of thanksgiving to God should overflow in acts of thanksgiving throughout the day. We are reminded in the preface of the Mass, Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. We can recall St. Paul's principal reproach to the pagans as well. Having known God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him. We need to be continually thankful to the Lord for the benefits we have received during the past year. Some we are aware of, but perhaps even more valuable benefits have come to us without our recognition of them. These graces include rescue from dangers of body and soul, the making of new friends who will play a part in our salvation, and even apparent setbacks like sickness or professional failure. We should enjoy great peace since we should know that God will draw abundant fruit from circumstances and events that present themselves as unwelcome and are seemingly counterproductive. We later understand these very occasions to be divine caresses. These veiled graces are like the wood God showed Moses. When he threw it into the sea, the salt water was changed to fresh. St. Jose Maria, the founder of Opus Dei, used to recommend giving thanks to the Lord pro universis beneficis, etiam ignotus for all his benefits, including those we are unaware of. Perhaps one of our greatest embarrassments at the last judgment will come from knowing the enormous number of divine gifts we did not appreciate as such. There may also be our unwarranted resentment at what seemed to be indifference to our prayers. At least then, though, we will finally, but with shame, offer thanks, since we will know the Lord had the goodness not to answer our many foolish requests. It is possible that if He had granted our misguided petitions, we would have heard the same reprimand the rich man heard. Remember, son, in your lifetime you received many good things." How surprised many will be to learn that with more supernatural outlook they could have understood the providence of God at work, in the midst of both good and apparently ill fortune. Furthermore, our present gratitude is a foretaste of heaven and purgatory. After death, we will thank God for the times of tribulation He permitted us to undergo during our life. We will perceive in every occasion of suffering the tender affection of a father who wants his children to be purified and to arrive all the more quickly at his side in glory. In the end, we will thank him, above all because he will have granted us spadium veri poenitentiae, 
the opportunity for true and fruitful penance. May we thank the Lord always and everywhere, but especially during Mass, which is the supreme act of thanksgiving. In today's liturgy, we pray, we offer you, Father, this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving for the gifts you have granted us. Help us to recognize them as the benefits we have received from you through no merit of our own. Part 3. Asking with confidence and entrusting our request to the Blessed Virgin. Since we are in need of a great deal of assistance in order to advance, we join constant petition to our continual thanksgiving. Although the Lord grants us many graces without asking for them, He permits other graces to come to us in proportion to the fervor of our prayer. Since we do not know the measure of petition His unfathomable providence expects from us, it is necessary to keep praying with intensity. We must always pray and not lose heart. In the Gospel of today's Mass, the Lord grants us the full assurance that everything we ask for that is in our best interests will always be granted. God Himself gives His word, Ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And for him who knocks, it shall be opened. There is another reason to persevere in prayer. The more we petition Christ, the more our friendship with God matures. In human affairs, when it is necessary to ask a powerful person a favor, we seek a bond of union and an opportune moment, perhaps when the one approached is in a good mood before making our request. With the Lord, however, we find Him ever ready to hear us. What man is there among you who, if his son asks for a loaf, will hand him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will hand him a serpent? Therefore, if you, evil as you are, know how to give good things to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? We have every reason to approach our Father God with confidence, no matter at what hour of the day. Nothing should be able to diminish our faith in God's almighty power. Again in the words of St. Jose Maria, what can we request? Who has nothing to ask for? Lord, that sickness. Lord, this moodiness. Lord, that humiliation I don't know how to bear for love of you. We desire good things, including happiness and joy, for people at home. Besides, there is the lot of those who hunger and thirst for bread and justice, and which weighs down our hearts. Furthermore, we can remember individuals who experience the bitterness of loneliness. At the end of their days, they receive no affectionate glance or any helping gesture. The greatest misfortune we want to remedy through our petition, however, since it makes us suffer most, is sin. Here there is a flight from God and the danger of souls being lost for all eternity. 
The church constantly points out that our prayers will reach God's presence more quickly through the mediation of Mary, the Mother of God, and our Mother. For this reason, she perennially recommends the Rosary for efficacious prayer of petition, and does so in a special way during the month of October. Pope Pius XI advises, Don't forgive to give importance to spreading devotion to the Rosary. It is very dear to the Blessed Virgin, and is so highly recommended by the Roman Pontiffs. It is a fine way for the faithful to fulfill the command of the Divine Master. Ask, and you will receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. May we not overlook this advice. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.